Um, I guess if there's going to be a reason to, to cheat on a diet, um, it might as well be because of a hot neighbor. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Meat Medic Podcast. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be doing another Reddit review because you guys seem to be enjoying these. So if you're listening in on the podcast, in the car, thank you very much for listening in. If you're watching on YouTube, hello, thank you very much for watching. Uh, so today, we've got an interesting one here. Uh, we are covering <laughs> Cheated on Carnival because my hot neighbor invited me for pasta yesterday. <laughs> And today she is offering, offering me lentil soup. That's her grandma's recipe. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so and this came up on my Reddit feed and I thought this was quite a funny one. So I thought yeah, I'd actually cover this because um, I actually talked about some interesting things about like cheating on carnival diet, cheating on diets in general. Yeah, we could talk a little bit about cheating on diets, whether it's a good thing, bad thing, etc. Um, I also thought this one might actually be quite entertaining. So um, I guess if there's going to be a reason to, to cheat on a diet, um, it might as well be because of a hot neighbor. Um, and, uh, there's anyone that's going to get you to actually change from your diet. Maybe that's it. Maybe we, sh uh, doctors, we should be employing, um, hot people to, to talk to our patients <laughs> about changing their diet. Um, okay. So, uh, they haven't really given any story though, which is a little bit annoying. So we're going to have to go straight to the comments with this one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess, um, the, the, the thing here, I suppose, yeah, is this lentil soup going to be, uh, I guess the the implication here is that lentil soup is going to be even worse and uh, they're not sure if it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> uh, a bit more of a story would have been would have been cool. But anyway, uh, let's get straight to the comments then anyway. So number one, send this to Brazzers. <laughs> they pay for plot ideas. Yeah, that probably could be a good plot. Brazzers is a, um, is a porn site. <laughs> um, turns out Hot Neighbor is quite quite the carnivore in the end. I think that might be a joke there. <laughs> Raw milk tastes better fresh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a, a semen joke. Uh, bring tomahawk steaks and assert your dominance. <laughs> Not sure about dominance, but uh, tomahawk steaks would probably go down well. Um, I'm neither young nor hot, but that would definitely work on me, LOL. Uh, I see you are a woman of culture. Very nice. Um, okay. So let's just go a little bit, bring your meatballs and sausage on your next visit. Um, and then someone actually uh, being somewhat sensible. Let's go to the first sensible comment. Why is this complicated? This is the comment. Why is this complicated? Just tell her that you are on the carnivore diet. Clearly she likes to cook. That's a, there's a pretty decent chance. She'll take it as a challenge to prepare something for you that you can eat. Win, win. Well, I mean, number one, is we actually don't know if this person, oh no, they said she, to be fair. Okay, fine. So she. Uh, so I think that was just an assumption there, but no, to be fair, they said she. What twist, she's vegan. And that's not from the OP, that's just someone else. So yeah, like I think that's a sensible point, you know, actually, if, if she wants to cook for you and she's interested in you, you know, why make it a big deal? Just basically say like, yeah, like I follow a particular diet and I'd actually want to eat that food. Thank you very much anyway. And uh, do you want to go out for a steak? It's not that hard. Pretty, pretty simple. Uh, and then you don't have to cheat on your carnivore diet. Let's just carry on a little bit. Uh, depends. He may not be just going for a shag. A shag, just a sex. She's cooking for him. This might turn into something more. I mean, like pretty, pretty genuine. Okay. Um, if these are considered to get to know you dates, clearly food is already a topic. It just makes sense that conversation could drift into his way of eating. I mean, that makes sense. 
Um, next person, you will not be able to win her and gain her respect by pleasing her while sacrificing what you believe in. It's human nature. Stick to your guns. Um, and then actually, look, some actually pretty sensible comments here. So all jokes aside, be honest and tell her that you actually don't eat that diet. Bring over something you eat instead to share. If she's turned off by the diet, refuses to be open-minded, well, then you all aren't compatible. Uh, next person, put yourself first. The pyramid of hierarchy and mental well-being is being comfortable and having boundaries. How you say it is up to your charisma, of course. If you genuinely want to eat your neighbor's food, then do so conscientiously and fully accepting your decision as a positive thing you want versus hating yourself for being self-sabotaging to earn love and acceptance from another. You'll probably even find her more attractive and be happier if you told her about your diet and she excitedly want to learn more and offer to cook you a steak. Am I right? No, I think you're absolutely right. But hey, if she's hot that hot, who am I to judge? Logic goes out the window. Men and women have been doing worse in the history of being enchanted by each other. That's probably very, very sensible and very true. Look, I think there's actually some pretty sensible comments here, all jokes aside. Yeah, look, if you're basically following a particular type of diet, in this case, of course, a carnivore diet, and someone is encouraging you to break that diet, to be unhealthy, to cheat on that diet, it's probably not a good thing. It's probably not going to work out very well in the long run. Now, maybe this person is not looking for a long-term relationship. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Look, I'm almost 40. I'm happily married. I've got four kids. I'm a little bit past that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, you know, like we were all young ones. Um, maybe this person's not looking for a long-term relationship. Maybe they're just looking for a hookup and, like, you know, fair enough, do what you like, of course. But genuinely, it's not going to work out that well in the long run if you're basically lying to yourself, lying to her. It's not going to go down very well. When she finds out, there's going to be a problem. If you're actually just upfront about it, if she's okay with it, great, happy days, no problem. If she's not, find someone else. Um, so moving on, uh, you know, invite her over for dinner, cook for her basically, and then see what's, uh, see what's happening. Just be honest and tell her you think she's hot, but you only eat meat because of a health issue. Again, you know, no big deal. Uh, someone's saying, but he already ate the pasta. Yeah, but you know, just say, look, actually, I really just don't eat vegetables. I appreciate the offer. I didn't really like it though, you know, and so on, whatever. Uh, people then talk about getting in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah, you don't get in the friend zone. Um, show her how disciplined you are and say no, because before you know it, you're going to be a fat fuck. <laughs> not be able to see your pecker and not have the company of your neighbor anymore. Hot girls come and go. <laughs> yeah, look, eating loads of pasta probably is going to turn you into a quote unquote fat fuck. And you might struggle to see your penis. That is actually quite true. Um, Come out clean, be honest with her. Your health is worth a lot more and should be your priority. Besides, if she's not feeling it, you have other opportunities thanks to the amazing physique you get from this diet. Look, that is quite true. I'm still a work in progress, as you can see. But, you know, I'm gaining gaining quite a bit of muscle, actually, on this, this diet now, which is pretty amazing. So for the first time in my life. Um, how empires are toppled. Yeah, look, people um, uh, have, have, you know, what's the, it's Hel Helen of Troy. People know that story, Helen of Troy. Um, sounds like she is pursuing you. Uh, yeah, look, you know, if it's basically going to work for you, then just let her, you know, just tell her, be, be honest with her, etc. So I think, uh, someone said, marry, marry her. Um, maybe if she's forcing you to eat the food you don't want to eat, maybe not, but, um, yeah, basically that's why butthole bandit. So yeah, maybe we won't listen to butthole bandit. <laughs> um, I, I swear men will do anything for pussy. Okay, we're starting to just degenerate a little bit in the comments here. So I might just leave that now. I think the point is here, like, I mean, this is obviously a bit of a silly article. And I wanted to talk about it, though, because I think it raised an interesting point 
about cheating on a carnivore diet, cheating on any diet, in fact. And uh, I think this is a really interesting point here that, you know, why, why do we cheat? And is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Uh, and I'm talking about cheating on diet here, not cheating on, on your partner. Please don't cheat on your partner. Um, but cheating on a diet. And is it cheating? Should we call it cheating? I think this is a really interesting point. Obviously, in this thread, they're talking about cheating on a carnivore diet because his neighbor's really hot, offering him free food and presumably wants to try and sleep with her or whatever it is. Uh, and look, that's fair enough. You've got your own priorities. <laughs> you, you, you do what you like. But cheating, I think, is an interesting conversation that I want to have. I see this quite a lot with my patients. They talk about cheating or having cheat meals and some people do it and it works really well for them. Others, it causes them problems. And I think this is a really interesting point to talk about. So I do want to, I do want to talk about this. Cheating has good and bad things about it. We're talking about diet again here, not cheating on partners. So cheating on, in food has positives and it has negatives. And it comes back a lot to this hormesis effect, this hormetic effect. Like things like fasting, like the carnivore, like keto diets, low-carb diets, they have this hormetic effect on balance. Are they good or are they bad? You know, where does this kind of needle lie between these, these two points? Um, is it good? Is it bad? And where is it swinging? Now, things can start out very good and long-term, you know, ketogenic diets can start out really good, but then long-term, they might actually cause some issues with people. And I'm going to cover this in an upcoming episode on, you know, my 12-month review carnivore series. It's going to be a series of, of episodes, so make sure you subscribe and follow for those. I think they're going to be really fascinating uh, episodes. Um, this hormetic effect can sometimes then start to, to switch then to more negative aspects. And cheating can definitely do that. Now, reasons why you might want to cheat on a carnivore diet is, or cheat on any diet, because you're struggling. Now, I would argue that if you're struggling on a diet, it's not a good diet, it's not working for you, you probably need to change to something else. Number one, if you're struggling, it's probably not ideal. Number two is um, psychologically, people often feel that they just need other food. Now, again, I would argue if you feel like you're having to cheat on a diet, Again, back to point number one, you're, you're kind of struggling with a diet. It's not working for you. This needs to eat other food, which almost by definition, if you're cheating, quote unquote, is going to be quote unquote bad food. I would argue like, why are you eating bad food? Why do you feel the need to eat bad food or food that's not in your diet plan? If it's not in your diet plan, is it just bad for you? And if it is bad for you, why are you eating it? If it's not bad for you, why are you not eating it? So why is it a cheat meal? On the other hand, cheating can be psychologically boosting for people. And we do know this, that there can be a kind of placebo effect or a psychological boost when you do quote unquote cheat on a diet, which can help people to stay on that pathway. Now, some people say this is a really bad thing because it just continues addiction uh, to sugar addiction, for example, or fast food. Other people would say, no, it's good because it keeps people on that straight and narrow. It keeps them on that path. I don't really know where I lie on that, to be honest. And I think it really does depend on the individual. For me, I'm pretty all or nothing. If I start to cheat, I actually get problems and my sugar addiction kind of comes back and I start to get real issues. So cheating for me is a bad thing. It really does fuel that addiction. But for some people, it really does help to keep them on that straight and narrow. I would say... Cheating is like, if we think of it like an alcohol, for example, and I'm going to do another episode on this actually, because I want to talk about 
eating disorders and and the the kind of a, a approach that some people have. And I saw a patient recently actually that honestly kind of blew my mind that the she has an eating disorder and she was telling the dietitian and the psychologist that she doesn't want to eat the food that's bad for her. Now she's not kind of saying, oh, I, I would I want to eat food that's actually good for me that I think is bad. No, she genuinely bad food, like you know, takeaways and so on, like cookies and cook Oreos and cake and all the rest of it. She was telling them that she doesn't want to eat it. But they're basically forcing her to buy it to keep it in the cupboard and not eat it to learn some sort of self-control. Honestly, like that kind of just gobsmacked me when she told me that. Like, I kind of see the rationale, but like, that's fucked up. That's like seriously fucked up. And I don't think that's very good advice, but that's another conversation, another podcast. Make sure you subscribe for that. If you're interested in talking about that one, let me know in the comments. I'm going to be making that later on. Um, but I think it's really interesting if we think about eating and like alcohol, for example, and the idea of cheating. Now, if someone's addicted to alcohol, generally speaking, they can't just have a little bit if they cheat. Like if they're just abstinent from alcohol, amazing, congratulations. If you have a quote unquote little bit and you cheat, almost always that's going to lead to massive addiction problems again. So you genuinely cannot cheat on an, uh, with alcohol because you're going to have massive, massive problems 99% of the time, as well as most other drugs. Why do we treat food any differently? That's my question. But like with alcohol, to be fair, when people are trying to withdraw the alcohol, we don't tell them to go cold turkey at the same time. Now, some people do, and they white knuckle it, and they're hardcore and respect to them for that, but it's not the standard medical advice. The standard medical advice is to go slowly, do it softly, gradual withdrawal. Alcohol particularly is very, very dangerous to withdraw too quickly. Food is not dangerous to withdraw quickly, but it can be unpleasant. We do know that. Things like keto flu, et cetera, is a good example. But I would argue, you know, treating it in the same way is not necessarily a bad thing. If someone needs that gradual reduction, they need those occasional cheat meals to help them to withdraw from the bad food, that's not a bad thing necessarily. But if they've already withdrawn from that bad food and then they're just wanting to kind of have a little bit here and there, there's a very strong chance that they're going to go back into that cycle of abuse, that real sugar addiction, whatever it is, food addiction problem again, it's likely to just restart. So cheating, I think, can have benefits, but it also can have negatives as well. Interesting point though, a lot of my long-term carnivore patients that are doing not the best, and again, I'm going to cover this in my 12-month review series, the ones that are like super hardcore, really strict carnivore are actually not doing that well. It's kind of an issue. Um, so I'm kind of like leaking the the spoilers for the upcoming episodes here, but they're not doing fantastically. They are having some issues. All of the ones which are not hardcore pure carnivore are doing really well. They're thriving. Now, some of those are knowingly not doing pure carnivore. They're doing more like an animal-based diet, for example, or a ketovore diet, and they're doing fantastically. Others are actually cheating occasionally, you know, quote-unquote cheating. So they're actually still doing like an animal-based or a ketovore diet, but they're not really doing like long-term hardcore keto diets. And they're actually doing really well as well. So 
I would argue cheating can have a benefit. Uh, I'm spoiling my upcoming episodes on carnivore diet, but there are some issues long-term on carnivore diets. I'm going to talk about those in the upcoming series. Um, but cheating can have benefits. Cheating can have issues. I think it very much depends on the individual. And there's got to be, I think, a really good, really good reason. Just to go back to this article, I mean, again, look, if your reason is you, you've got a super hot neighbor that you just want to have sex with, look, fine. Fine. If that's your reason for cheating, you go ahead, you knock yourself out. No problem. If your reason for cheating is you need that to help you to maintain a healthy diet, I think genuinely that is fine. That is not a problem whatsoever. If you are using it as an excuse to just eat garbage, I think that's where we have a problem. And I think you need to seriously look at yourself and ask yourself if you are just genuinely addicted or if you actually have, um, you know, if it is actually helping you or if you are actually just addicted. Um, there's not that much more to cover in this episode. I just wanted to, whoops, not the camera. I just want to do a quick episode on a little bit about cheating on the carnivore diet. I thought this was an interesting, funny, funny thread. I was hoping there was going to be a little bit more flesh to it, but never mind. I think it just raises an interesting point there about cheating on diets. Is it good? Is it bad? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. Let me get, get in touch by social media at the meat medic or across all channels or mail at the meat by email. Let me know. What do you guys think about cheating, especially on a carnivore diet? Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Long term, are you doing pure carnivore? Is it working for you? Is it not working for you? Let me know in the comments. Are you ketovore, more animal-based? Are you cheating? Does it help you? Really interested to know what people think about this, actually. Um, thank you for watching. If you watched on YouTube, I appreciate it very much. If you are listening in the podcast on the podcast, again, I appreciate it. If you can, please do share this episode far and wide. It really does help me to grow this channel. Get the message out there about diet and nutrition and how important it really is. Have a great night, guys, and I will see you in the next episode.